It's BetQL Daily with Joe Ostrowski and Ross Tucker. I like the Mountaineers tonight. That's my first play on the card. Probably my only play as of right now. Mountaineers laying a point and a half against Texas Tech. I'm taking the Mountaineers. They're coming off a big win over Kansas State over the weekend with COVID layoffs. So they were off for, let's say, two, three weeks. So I just like this new lineup that Huggins has put out there for the Mountaineers. And I think it matches up well against Texas Tech. 12 seconds to go. Go. Uses a screen. Gets to the baseline. Off balance. He's got it. Six seconds to go. Here comes McClung. A one-point game. McClung floats one. Just off the rim, and West Virginia steals it on a McBride game winner. It's BetQL Daily with Joe Ostrowski and Ross Tucker on the bet. Was that a cover for Eli Hershkovich? Not quite sure. We'll debate it in just a second. Download the PointsBet app now. Use the code BETSWETS2 to get two risk-free bets up to $2,000. Download the app now to experience the premium sportsbook for yourself. Don't forget to sign up with code BETSWETS2 to get two risk-free bets up to $2,000. What do you have to lose? So are you ready? If you or somebody you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER for crisis counseling and referral services. This is... BetQL Daily. Almost messed it up, Ross. Haven't done it yet. It's been two days. Uh, I have not said the old uh, show name there yet. Almost did because it's still in the old read. We are live on the bet 1430 in Denver. KCBS HD3 in Los Angeles. As always, free on the uh, radio.com app. You can watch us radio.com slash BetQL dash daily 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern time weekdays. This is BetQL Daily. Follow us on Twitter. And we bring in our guy, Eli Herskovich. You just heard him from yesterday's show. He gave out West Virginia, gave out West Virginia, but he gave him out Ross at minus one and a half. So what happened right before the game, the favorite flipped as we get, we're getting closer and closer to tip Texas tech closed the favorite. So if you listen to Eli, you bet West Virginia right before the game, like I did, you won. But if you bet it, when Eli said it on the show, you lost. So are we giving him credit? I don't know. Ooh, interesting. All right, Eli, what do you think? Okay, a couple different ways to attack this. I think kind of, because from my perspective, I got a lot of tweets yesterday saying Eli Herskovich died and took West Virginia minus one and a half so we could live and take West Virginia plus one and a half. So there's that. And there's also, what's up, Joe? Define a lot. You said you got a lot of tweets saying that. Probably four. Okay. That exact that that exact word is two, to be to be fair. Um, and then I took West Virginia at plus 12 and a half live, and then I also took him plus one and a half pregame. So listen, the bet lost yesterday. If you listened earlier live on the show or later in the afternoon before the favor flipped, even before it got down to West Virginia minus one or a pick. My apologies, but hopefully you were able to get it before pregame. So either way, if we want to take the bets out of the equation. I have a future on West Virginia. So a massive shot for Miles McBride. And by the way, West Virginia last night, one of the most incredible stats I've seen um, in a college game this season, West Virginia did not miss a field goal attempt in the last final minutes, final nine minutes and nine and a half minutes. in that Texas tech game, they were a perfect 10 for 10 during that stretch. And Texas tech is the first team over the last decade in college basketball to turn it over twice, score 85 points and still lose. Wow. That is a good stat. You get that from Ken Palm? <laughs> no Ken Palm. F you, Ross. Not going to not gonna uh, get into it and say the swear, but F you. Wow. Got it. 
Okay, it's a little strong. Uh, Eli, I, let the record show that I do not believe that you bet West Virginia minus one and a half, West Virginia plus one and a half, and then in game, maybe you got the double digits. I, I'll buy into that. But I don't see, why would you bet minus one and a half and then again at plus one and a half? I put a little like, down. around I mean, zero. I put, I put a full unit down on West Virginia minus one and a half. I put about a half unit down. If, if the line is going to flip that much and I feel strongly about the play, I'll add a little bit. Um, as far as the game, having a West Virginia ticket, it was f- so frustrating in the second half. And it just I'm watching. I don't know about you, but as I'm watching, I'm thinking, ah, oh, this is this is why I never fade Texas Tech. They were getting every single loose ball that was going their way. And and then the comeback started about seven minutes left. West Virginia's down 12, and uh, they got the job done in, in the end there. I, it was really – I was surprised because when Texas Tech went up 12 with about seven minutes left, I thought the bet was done. Yeah. Miles McBride, that was the biggest adjustment that Bob Huggins could have made coming off that COVID layoff. He put him at the two-guard spot. He put Taz Sherman at the point guard, and it allows McBride to play a little bit more, more freely, and that's the best shooter that West Virginia has. A lot of people were DMing me yesterday saying that or at least one college basketball better. I really respect that. Okay, West Virginia is going to regress from three, and Texas Tech, which is allowed, I think, the highest three-point field goal percentage in Big 12 play, was going to regress the other way and dip back because it's such a high number, like it has to come down. But Texas Tech runs a, a no-middle defense, So that means they pack the paint and they allow for three-point shots. And when West Virginia adjusted after your boy, Ross, Oscar Shibway left the program, they adjusted to more of a a perimeter offense. And McBride fits that role so perfectly. His shot has developed so much going into this season. And that was a big reason why West Virginia came back last night. All right, Eli, what, what do you have for us tonight? I'm looking at some of the games on the docket. Any that jump out to you? Yeah, well, question for you, Ross. Because, you know, for the audience that hasn't listened to us on Bet Sweats, now you now BetQL Daily on Radio.com and the Radio.com app, you used to get mad at me for giving out games and uh, talking about games that I didn't have plays for. So am I allowed to do that now on this now radio show in a sense? Am I allowed? You are always allowed to do that. However, if we have like a limited time, it feels weird to go out of your way to make a comment about a rant. Like, I feel like if you've got a comment on Kentucky, Kansas, but you're not going to play the game, go for it. I feel like if it's Fort McHenry State against Alabama Junction and you don't have an official play, That seems silly to me. Like, if you have an official play on Alabama Junction against Fort McHenry State, then go for it. But if you just have, like, a comment on it, that that always seemed weird to me. Okay. That's okay. Jordan Malley, by the way, disagreeing, shaking his head, our board op today. So, you know what? I got one guy on my side. That's fine. Anyways, the game that I want to hit on to start is Missouri at Auburn. Auburn has completely transformed. I, I mentioned that with West Virginia, but they got Sharif Cooper eligible, a five-star point guard, one of the best prospects going into this season in college basketball, and their offense has taken off. Like That's one of the best distributors in the country, a pretty good jump shot too, and now you have one of the best defenses in college basketball. 22nd, by the way, 22nd in adjusted defensive efficiency on Kempom. That's for you and you only, Ross. So <laughs> I, I, I look at this matchup, and Auburn laying two and a half, the market has adjusted with Auburn, and this 
Bruce Pearl and the Auburn Tigers took the ban, the postseason ban for this season. So it wouldn't have mattered if Cooper started the year. They weren't going to the NCAA tournament. But with Sharif Cooper, and if there was no ban, Auburn would have been an NCAA tournament team because of how much he meets to this offense. So I think the market has adjusted uh, correctly. I know some people might say Missouri's the better team. They might get a a five or a four seed. How could they be a two and a half point dog when Auburn doesn't have true home, uh, home court advantage, but they still have some fans there. And again, this offense is so much different than what it was going back to a month ago before Cooper wasn't in the lineup. So I think the market is correct on this in terms of the, what the adjustment that was made with Cooper in, and I would lay it, uh, just a lean for Auburn, not enough value, unless this thing gets down to like one and a half. All right, we've got uh, Duke going up against Georgia Tech. Duke favored by six. The total's 140 and a half. I want to make sure we get this one in because, Eli, I'm sure you feel so much better after we find out on Monday afternoon that Coach K apologized to the poor student. Yeah, people think I hate Ross Tucker. I hate <laughs> Coach K. So much more like, what are you doing over the weekend? Just call it out that poor college student asking, asking, okay, what's next? And then he compares it to an econ exam. I'm sorry that Mike Krzyzewski makes millions of dollars in comparison to a college kid who's just trying to get by and get a job later in life. But uh, back to this game with Duke and Georgia Tech, I, a lot of people out there are, are leaning towards Georgia Tech because of the way Duke has played. And maybe the market is giving Duke a little bit too much credit for this being a bounce back spot. But I still have a tough time fading Duke after the way they played in that Louisville game. I know uh, Louisville came back, or at least it was tied down the stretch, and they took over that game late with one of the better uh, guards in college basketball and Jones, the mid-major transfer but Matthew Hurt came up huge for Duke down the stretch to even make that a ball game. He's one of the best stretch bigs in the country. So I look at this line, maybe Duke is a little bit inflated, but it's tough to fade this team coming off of three straight losses back at home. Yes, no true home court advantage. And Georgia Tech, the market is, is, is extremely high on even after that loss to Virginia over the weekend, a two-point loss in a Virginia team that's probably going to win the ACC. So I lean Duke, a little bit of a smaller lean in comparison to Auburn but not going to be a play for me. Eli, St. Francis is favored by four and a half <laughs> over Fairly Dickinson. Who do you got? Fairly Dickinson. No, we're not, we're not doing that game. I'm not buying into this Ross. Not today. <laughs> not ever. You, uh, you, you sound like someone who's been dressed down by a head coach or a manager, Eli, because you took that pretty personal uh, defending the, the poor Duke student. He's pretty nervous probably. Yeah. Well, I bet in that position. I bet. I'm it saying, has it happened to you? I'm saying. Yeah. A hundred percent. When I was, Ooh. before I was in the betting space and I used to cover college basketball, I went eye to eye with the coach and Ooh. he said, um, we will leave that out of the, out of the equation the today. Hell? I'm sorry. Right. Can I, can Go I ahead. say, is it, is, is it okay to say a uh, DePaul head coach, a for, uh, current DePaul head coach. We'll <laughs> leave it at that DePaul basketball. <laughs> I'll never find out. Go ahead. You'll never find out. Uh, we were, I was sitting at a press conference and he was mad at me for something. I don't know if, I don't remember if it was for a question that I'd asked a previous game or whatever. And I asked a question and he just sat there for 20 seconds, did not respond and said, next question. And everyone was laughing, you know, the, the SID, whatever. And I wanted to punch him in the face, but I held back and I stood by. Oh, <laughs> you held back from attacking Dave Lato. That Good wasn't job. the coach. I don't know what you're talking oh. about, Jim. Oh, okay. He said, okay. I'm confused. 
All right. I knew there was something there. Eli, any other games uh, before we hit the break here that that, uh, you want to hit on for the BetQL daily listeners? Yeah, Missouri State. This is my bet of the night in college basketball. I'm not saying it's a lock. I'm just, I don't know I came across as like, this is my lock for college basketball. But I, I like Missouri State getting three and a half, four. I got it at four earlier this morning, and it's down to three and a half. But a Drake team that if you, in comparison to the market, Drake coming off a of COVID layoff. So I like Missouri State, who's been playing better and actually playing basketball of late to getting the points at home. All right. Thank you, Eli Hershkovich. So that's our college basketball expert there. Follow his picks. It worked out for you last night. If you got it close to the game, Bobby Marks, former Brooklyn Nets GM, ESPN front office insider. He'll join us next. We're going to hit on the NBA. This is BetQL Daily. Keep it locked into the bet.